0: hello everyone and welcome 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 to this sacred circle i am abiola abrams and this series is the global goddess rising circle I am so thrilled about these conversations that we've been having over the past week and all through the month of October we will be gathering together in circle to celebrate the energy of the divine feminine rising and we are of course also celebrating my new deck the African goddess rising oracle and you have to say it just like that (laughs) <laughs> the African Goddess Rising Oracle Cards and this deck is based on my new book, The African Goddess Initiation, uh well, African Goddess Initiation Sacred Rituals for Self-Love, Prosperity and Joy. So, you want to ke- you want to make sure that you subscribe at globalgoddessclub.com because there are some conversations like today's that are not happening in the regular Monday through Thursday time slot. On Mondays through Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are broadcasting from the Hay House social channels. And I'm sharing with you things like how to use the deck and all of those things, plus these conversations that you don't want to miss. So make sure you register at GlobalGoddessClub.com. Somebody put that in the comments for me, please. GlobalGoddessClub.com. GlobalGoddessClub.com. So today's conversation is one that I have been eagerly anticipating and very excited about. This book includes primarily two different kinds of spirit guides ancestors and goddesses and one of the main questions that i get is you know how do you know your spirit guides how do you connect with your spirit guides how do you acknowledge your spirit guides how do you go deeper with them and now i'm thrilled that there is a book that i can reference that discusses specifically this topic so let me introduce my beautiful sister friend who is here with us. Goddess Yamil Yamunia is a spirit guide medium, award-winning author of the Seven Types of Spirit Guide and host of the Spirit Guide Show. Since her spirit guide appeared to her in physical form 20 years ago, she has helped thousands of people connect with their own spirit guides through private readings courses workshops and her weekly online show hello goddess yeah i'm so happy to meet you goddess yamil i'm sending you a hug through the airwaves (laughs) (laughs) i'm so happy
1: to be here and congratulations with your new deck i'm really excited to get into that as well
0: it looks amazing Thank you. Thank you so much. sis. So please let people know what it is that you are all about. What is what is what is the magic that you came to bring to this planet?
1: So I'm a spirit guide medium, which means that I can sense other people's spirit guides on my own as well, of course, but other people's as well. And I can connect people with their spirit guides, tell them who their spirit guides are and give them messages from them. And I also teach people how to connect with their guides themselves.
0: This is such an important teaching, such an important teaching because one of the things that when you are an intuitive person that you can see as you go about your day in the general population is how many people are disconnected from their guidance and if they only knew you know there's that saying if we knew who walked beside us we would never fear if you knew who lifted you up you would never fear you had a very powerful experience that you share in your book at i think it was age 21 yeah around that time yeah, um, can you share with us
1: yeah so that was the beginning of my um spiritual journey a little bit because um you have to know i was adopted as a baby um, and I was born in Colombia. I'm of like partially African, partially Colombian indigenous descent, And so I only knew about my mother that she's partially indigenous. And I wanted to know more because I felt like depressed and stuck and I didn't know where I was going to go. I still didn't know what I was going to be when I grew up. And so um, I wanted to know more about my roots. So I um, started doing some research. Um, found out that, I, like I said, my birth mom is like from the west coast of Colombia. They live in the rainforest or there and still have like a fairly traditional lifestyle with shamanism and everything around it. So I started learning about shamanism and started reading some books about that. And then just a few weeks later, in the middle of the night, I wake up and I open my eyes and there's this like guy standing in, yeah, in, the, uh, in the middle of my bedroom and i'm really confused because i'd never seen this guy before he was there in full physical form um he was wearing jeans no shirt no socks or shoes just the jeans he had short dark hair and um yeah darker skin's little like mine and i was just staring at him And I knew like it wasn't someone who had broken into my house. I knew it was was, like a spiritual thing, but I couldn't really explain it. And as I just stared at him and I realized that I couldn't move. I had sleep paralysis at the moment. I didn't know what that was, but now I do. And then he um, stared back at me and out of nowhere, he produced this like red glowing orb. And I saw it and he threw it over to me. And I remember that I felt the impact it made on my bed. And then the next thing I knew was like that I... Uh, must have passed out because in the next morning I wake up my eyes are still closed and before I closed my eyes before even my brain started working I started searching for that red glowing orb because I felt it on the bed and then my brain started working I was like oh my god what was that um, and I called my friend because we started this journey together and we were both signed up for a workshop a few days later Um, and on, we took the train to Berlin where the workshop was. And on the train journey, we talked about it again, like who was that guy? That was so weird. And we get there to the workshop and the guy first, so the leader of the workshop first teaches us and says, um, what we're going to learn first is how to communicate or to connect with your spirit helpers. That's how he called them. And he said, when that happens, and here's how, and he explained how we had to do it. And then he said, when that happens, the first time you meet them, they usually give you energy, either by giving you a hug and you really feel the energy go into your body. Or sometimes they give you the energy in form of a red glowing orb. Mm. And so I was like, oh, my God. So like this guy was my spirit guide. (laughs) And that's how my whole journey started.
0: Oh, that is beautiful, that's beautiful. And I love that you knew, you felt the energy and you knew that it wasn't a fearful experience because a lot of times yeah. you know people will feel like okay well how do I know and is this scary yeah. Yeah. and i have people in my family who are also intuitive but have tried to block that energy because it's something that scared them so what is your yeah. advice for people who may be feeling fearful of this there's a lot of fear people feel like okay well how do i know is that the the devil and there's a lot of a lot of that yeah talk (laughs) so first
1: of all stop watching scary hollywood movies (laughs) that's number one (laughs) because that's a big reason why people are scared they watch these movies and they think if you connect with your guides you're gonna see like like i did but that's not very common that they physically appear in your bedroom so (laughs) seriously like start stop watching these movies stop listening to scary stories and then just take it one step at a time so I once tried to connect with my guides and um I could feel that like there was a spirit in the other room and I got a little bit scared. Usually I don't. I've seen all kinds of things and I usually don't get scared. But this in this instance I was a little bit scared because I felt there was a spiritual being in the other room. And I told my guide, "Listen, like if it's if it's you, then show me that it's you in a way that doesn't scare me." And what I then saw in the in my mind's eye was like Winnie the Pooh. And I had to laugh because this guide that I thought it might be is bear spirit. So usually he shows himself like either as a big brown bear or black bear or something like this. And because I asked like, please show yourself in a way that doesn't scare me, he showed himself as Winnie the Pooh. And obviously I had to laugh because I was like, oh, it's you, okay. And so you can do the same. Ask Just ask your guides to like show themselves if you're scared to see them, then say, maybe don't show yourself in a visual form, but um, let me know that you're here by a feeling, maybe a feeling of love, or maybe I just want to hear you. You can talk to them. They are just like you and I in that sense that they want, they're connected to you in unconditional love. They want to help you. They don't, they're not here to scare you. So take it one step at a
0: time, take it slow and
1: just ask them to work with
0: you in a way that doesn't scare you. Beautiful. Well, let's take it one step back. So I mentioned ancestors and goddesses that are in my book and work. There are seven kinds of spirit guides. Can you please break down for everyone who is watching what those seven different kinds of guides are? Sure. So we have
1: um, ancestors. Um, most people know what ancestors are. Um, so most people think about like parents, grandparents, etc. Um, when it comes to spirit guides they can go back way much further so they can go back hundreds of years or even thousands of years um, and then and that's because um, like especially our main guides have been with us our entire lives and obviously if let's say your mom or your dad passes away they have been here with you in the physical so they can't be your main guide uh, that doesn't mean that they are not around and help you and all that but they can't be your main guide so usually, they are from further back then we have angels most people know what angels are don't think i have to explain it very much Um, then we have ascended masters and these are beings that once were incarnated as humans here on planet earth um, but they they reached enlightenment and therefore don't reincarnate anymore and so they're helping from the other side they're often um, people that have followed spiritual traditions and um, yeah have reached enlightenment that way. Then we have animal guides. And these are um, not like the souls of an individual animal, let's say your pet that has passed away, um, but it's the spirit of the entire species. So like I said earlier, I, one of my guides is bear spirit. It's not an individual bear. It's the spirit of all bears. Um, then we have uh, nature spirits. Um, and in the Western world, we usually know them as fairies, gnomes, elves, and all these beings, of course, in different cultures, spiritual traditions, um, countries, they have different names, but they're always connected to nature. And then we have um, deities, <laughs> um, gods and goddesses. Um, and these are yeah um, really old beings that have supernatural powers. They have their own Agenda, and and I don't mean this in a negative sense, but they they are individual beings and they often work with groups of people. And so, yes, you can have a deity as your spirit guide, but it's not like they just work with you, just to make that very clear. Similar to the archangels um, that also work with lots of different people at the same time. And then last but not least, we have um, star beings. And these are, you can also call them aliens, um, but again, Too many people have seen too many scary Hollywood movies, so I don't like to call them that.
0: And also there are
1: all kinds of different star beings, not just the ones that we know, like with the big gray heads and the almond-shaped eyes. And these beings are often here to help us bring in new energies um, that haven't been on Earth um, for a long time or never. And um, they often work with people that are into technologies and not just like let's say computers and stuff but also new technology when it comes to cooking or knitting so any kind of new energy that comes in um, if you're someone who likes to work with that then you probably work with a star being so these are the seven types
0: I love that you pointed out that you know with ancestral beings, for example, that they go back thousands of years. Because one of the things that people will say when it comes to ancestor work is, well, I didn't I didn't like my ancestors or or my ancestors yeah. good people or you know yeah. why would I work with them? And my sister and I have both had the experience where uh, mediums have shared with us that they see us walking with a heavy set um, grandmother, but none of our known grandmothers were heavy set, you know women. So your ancestors go back thousands of years. Can you say a bit more about, I know ancestors and angels, you didn't go into that much detail because, you know, people know generally what those terms refer to, but let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Let's talk about ancestors as spirit guides and angels as spirit guides.
1: So we all obviously have ancestors, otherwise otherwise we wouldn't be here. So we all have ancestors, spirit guides, and we all have angels, spirit guides. And ancestors, like you said, a lot of people think that you have to know who they are, what their names are, what they look like, etc. You don't. Like I said earlier, I was adopted as a baby. I don't know anything about my ancestors. And still, you can connect with them on a spiritual level. You do not have to name and uh, know any details. So I feel very much connected to my ancestors. And without my ancestors, I wouldn't be where I am today. Absolutely not. And they have guided me from the start. And I started realizing that around that time when I saw this um, uh, spirit guide that appeared in my bedroom in physical form because um, he is one of my ancestor guides. And so I can feel and distinguish between my indigenous ancestor guides, my African ancestor guides, and my Dutch ancestor guides, even though I'm not like biologically related to them. um, But by adoption, they're still around me. Um,
0: and then I also have
1: Spanish ancestor guides, so all of these are with me, and I feel them very much, and they all help me with different things, and so everyone can do the same, just all you have to do really is like really set the intention, and that's really the main thing when when it comes to connecting with your guides, it's your intention, it's not just saying it, but really meaning it from your heart that you want to connect, and speaking to them from your heart and let them know why you want to connect or ask them what is it that you have to like um, show me what is it that you want to um, tell me what is it that i can do for my lineage Um, because we all carry karma from our lineage and i don't mean that in a negative sense people always assume that karma is negative that's not true um Karma is also things that we inherit, like uh, gifts and skills and talents. And so just ask them to like, um, what can I do to help my lineage? What can I do to help the world? And how can you support me in that? And they will. You might not realize it right away. You might not see them. You might not hear like their voices, like a booming voice from heaven. But you might suddenly um, meet people that help you with what you want to do. Or you might suddenly a so book that falls off the shelf that has exactly the information you need and so your ancestors
0: can communicate with you in all kinds of ways that um, help you forwards. Yes and and thank you for pointing out that you know if you are adopted because it's another question that I get and I was given the same guidance that you have now the lineage that of the family that you your family of origin but also the family that raised you you have all of those you have a, a beautiful advantage of you know dual sets all of these sets of yes. spirit guides who are protecting you let's talk a bit more about the ways that people can connect because people assume that, you know, and and you alluded to it a little bit, but people say, well, my friend can hear her guides, or my friend can see her guides, and so, you know, some people are clear sentient, some people are clear audience, some people, we have different gifts in the same ways that we have different love languages, and different ways that we connect with our guides.
1: Yes, so, um, like you already said, a lot of people watch movies, and then they assume that's how it's how it's supposed to be that you see them in front of you or that you hear their voice outside of you. And that's not how it usually works. Even for a professional medium, psychics, for me, same. When I do readings one-on-one, I don't see the spirit guide in physical form. I see them in my mind's eye. And so unfortunately, especially in the Western world and the richer countries, we have learned to completely dis yeah, Um, ignore anything that is not like that we can't touch or see and so our brain is trained to automatically filter everything out that is not real Um, and so we talk to our guides all the time everyone does and they talk to us all the time we just don't realize it because our brain automatically filters it out because we think oh i just made that up oh Uh, Or you have this feeling, yeah, you you get like the hair stands up at the back of your neck or something like this. And in that moment, you know that something happened. But immediately you say, oh, well, maybe I just made it up. And then you dismiss it. And really, I'm connecting with your guides is about becoming more sensitive to these like really subtle communications that we and to um, yeah ignore these Western rules of like, um only what we can feel is right and there's a meditation that i teach how to connect with your guides and it's really um first you sit and meditate for a few minutes to just let your brain calm down and then you connect with the earth um, by visualizing roots that come out of your root chakra and grow into the earth to the center of the earth where they wrap around a crystal and then you connect with the center of the universe by opening up your um, crown chakra and visualizing a white pillar of light and then um, breathe in the air of the universe into you through that white pillar of light. And that I do that in the beginning so that people feel centered and that you're centered and that you feel connected to mother earth and safe and held so that you can't get lost because a lot of people are afraid that they get lost when they meditate or connect with their guides. So that's number one and then you start focusing on your third chakra um, and that's your power center really and so i um, visualize a, a yellow sun that's sitting there and that expands with your with your breathing and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger until it creates a space around you a sacred space and then you can um add an extra protection layer if you're nervous about that and then you ask your guide to come and join you in that sacred space that you've just created And um, you don't ask any questions. You don't ask for messages because this is the first time. Um, So don't, it's just like learning to play the piano. It's a skill and everyone can learn that skill, but you can't expect to sit down for the first time and play Beethoven or Mozart. So don't don't start asking your guide for the meaning of life or should you get married to Harry or Barry or anything like that. You want to like really um, ask, Simple questions, but let's first just sit with your guide as if he was your, or they were your best friend and you don't even have to speak and just sit there with them and enjoy their energy and see if you can feel the difference between if when they're in your space that you just created, um, if it's different when um, than when they're outside of your space. So let them step in and out of your space a few times so that you feel the difference. And when you feel their presence, then you also kind of like trick your brain in the sense that your brain now knows, oh, I'm not making this up. Especially if you ask your guide, can you step into my space? And then you feel their presence. And then you ask them again, can you step out of my space? And you don't feel their presence. You know you're talking to an intelligent being. And it's different as when you just focus on your vision because that is easy to dismiss as, oh, I just made it up. And so that's a way to like connect a first time and then you can go further and ask them questions yes and no questions again simple questions should i wear this blue dress tonight yes or no and then they can answer you by stepping into your space so that you feel their presence as that's yes and then um let them step out again and so you can build like a relationship really slowly and this is like yeah, obviously it's just explained in three minutes but um mm-hmm. you have to practice every day and do this and yeah so that's also what i teach in my course and that's more like six weeks but um this is like yeah what i teach
0: this is beautiful absolutely beautiful we'll do another conversation where we can yeah. be led through and go on the journey because people are hungry for this they're hungry for the yeah. we can- because you know at one time it was natural that everyone knew that they had a relationship with their spirit guides and were connected and we we're, we're so disconnected in this western world that it's important for us to reconnect so when it comes to the goddesses will you share with us who the goddess is that you feel most connected to and why
1: I feel very connected to Yemaya, and that was also from the beginning. Yes, yay! <laughs> and I love that card, it's very, very beautiful. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been feeling uh, felt connected to her for I go 25 years, I think. Um, so I've done a, first of all, I'm a Virgo with a Pisces ascendant, so that's like half woman, half yes. fish.
0: Yeah, oh, there you go, <laughs> that's
1: number one, <laughs> and then also, um. I've done ayahuasca ceremonies, I think maybe 10 or even a little bit more. And every time I do it and I I connect with the mermaid world. So I I do the ayahuasca ceremony. I start feeling the ayahuasca working in me and I go and like almost as if I dive into like the ocean and I go down, 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 down. And then I see the mermaids and they take me wherever they want to take me. And then I experience whatever... Um, they want to, me to experience. So, yeah, I'm very connected to Yemaya and I love her energy very much. And also um, what I learned is that Yemaya has several paths. So when you're an official, um, let's say, Yemaya priestess in Santeria or, or one of the religions that work with her, there are several paths that you can take. And one of them is the one um, where Yemaya takes you to the marketplace. And um, for me, Yemaya was always someone who taught me about like business. And that's not very common that people connect that with her. But when I found out that that's one of her official paths, I was like, oh, my God, that explains so much. Because really, she inspired me to, like, start an online business. And again, without her, I wouldn't be here, to be honest.
0: Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Let's, before <laughs> we go, I would actually love for you to pull. I'm, I'm just so moved by everything that you said. So let's, let's pull a card. Yes. <laughs> I can let's cry do it. After. (laughs) i could cry afterward let's pull a card (laughs) and uh from from the deck again we're pulling from the african goddess rising oracle deck and i'm going to just shuffle and just clear a bit here and then i'm going to ask you please goddess yamil if you could please give us a number between one and thirteen Seven. Okay, (laughs) of course, seven. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, we have a jumper, three, four, five, six, and seven. Okay, so the card that you pulled is Cosmic Power. That is Maulisa. The dual deity, Maulisa, that represent the sun and the moon, the yin and the yang, the balance of us owning, as you said, our, our power, the solar plexus chakra or temple of warriors, as I call it in my passageway. And then your card that jumped out also, and I didn't even know that, um, that I had two decks I guess I have two decks together is also. I I had two decks that I was working with. (laughs) I was combining them accidentally because we know there are no accidents. And so the message really is for all of us on this call to know that you are powerful beyond measure, you're more powerful than you think that you are, that you are connected to the sun, the moon, you are connected to the source of all that is, and that we are all just getting started. <laughs> Please share And with also them. the, the yes. balance of the divine masculine
1: and the bevi- divine feminine, because it's the sun and the moon.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. And this is the the strongest place in the deck where the divine masculine shows up. And so that is a very important message for all of us who are here on this call. Please share with us, Goddess Yamil, how people can connect with you, go further and, you know, be able to tap into the resources that you, <laughs> that you have. Oh.
1: So you can find me at my website spiritguided.com and there I have a quiz that you can take which shows you which of the seven t- spirit guides you have so again if it's an angel, ancestor, nature spirit, etc. and then of course you can also book a reading with me, take my course, but the the um, quiz is really fun and should help you on your way to connect with your spirit guides.
0: Beautiful. So take the quiz, get the book, Absolutely, get yes. the book <laughs> and, <My> and <laughs> then goddess meal on social media as well at at Yamunya, at Yamunya throughout social media. Thank you, goddess. As someone says, goddess, thank Hay- you so much. Yes, this was refreshing. Uh, yes, it was, and I look forward to us connecting again, goddess. Thank you thank so much. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Sau bona.